1: Then we kick back and relax in the evenings. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob New with Washington. More delegates are up for grabs today as Donald Trump looks to get closer to clinching the Republican nomination. The former president overwhelmingly favored to add to his delegate lead in Republican caucuses in Idaho and Missouri, as well as a convention in Michigan. Firefighters battling the largest wildfire in Texas history face increasingly difficult weather conditions today. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. When you look at the damages that have occurred here, it's just gone, completely gone. In Skellytown, Texas, ranch operator Chance Bowers says he lost nearly all of one of his herds.
3: This pasture
4: we're standing in, there was, uh, there was 93 cows in it, and uh, there's six left.
2: Meanwhile, a powerful blizzard is dumping snow in the Sierra Nevada as gusty winds and heavy rain hit lower elevations. More of these stories at SRNews.com. Would you buy a brand new furnace and heat pump today if it were half price? AM 1280 The Patriot has one brand new furnace and heat pump from GTS HVAC Inc and we're selling it for half price. You get a furnace and heat pump installed valued at 16,000 for just $8,000. There's only one available. Buy it from the retailer for full price or buy it from us today for half price at 8,000. Call the station for details at 651-405-8800. All available rebates and tax credits apply.
0: China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security.
4: Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country.
0: If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid.
3: We've
4: lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech
0: world... There is no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at salemnow.com.
1: Salemnow.com. The Ramsey Show. Never use a life insurance policy as an investment vehicle. 100% of those suck mathematically. There is never a case where leasing a car makes sense. Never do payday lending. There is never a case where going into debt at 18% interest on a credit card makes sense. These are all stupid things. They go in one bucket. The stupid bucket. No-nonsense financial talk. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4. Here on The Biz 1440.
5: Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary.
0: Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy.
5: It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The
2: process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go and is likely to be bumpy.
5: Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic
4: curve. If you're going to fix complicated problems, you have to learn how to fix things problems first
5: now here's Professor King Banyan good
3: morning and welcome to King Banyan show the biz 1440 I, I'm on this computer and the computer has this has this statement on it temperatures to plummet it's like well no kidding uh, on Monday yep that's probably true but right now my gosh you should just see tomorrow 66 so they'll plummet all the way to 47 and for the first week of march i'll say 47 degrees is perfectly acceptable um i am just i I can't tell you how pleased i am there are golf courses open all over all over minnesota um hopefully you're able to get outside if you if you're the kind of person who likes to putter in the garage i would think today's a day where you're out there um i would um I, I I certainly would. I will be outdoors most of the weekend. Uh, hopefully so. Although I, I am going to go watch a little uh, college hockey tonight. Um, not a great game for us last night here at Saint Cloud State, but uh, we get a chance to we get a chance to even even the score there to, tonight uh, and and go Huskies anyway. Uh, 651-289-4477 i to call with questions and comments 651-289-4477 March has started but because it's so early in the month we don't have the jobs report yet that comes next week uh, so we don't have that but we did get data this week which uh, impressed a whole lot of people in, in very different ways um, and you would have to say looking at the information that came in this week, I'm just going to tick through a whole lot of the stuff that came in. uh, And and we were going to talk about a couple of items here um, over, over this time, new home sales, right? Part of our theme today sort of has to be the price of housing, uh, the price of rent and things happening to that. Um, My, I I will say I've always, I've had an interest in this, just as my father was a purchasing manager, so I watch purchasing manager indexes. We'll talk about a couple of those during the hour. Um, my mom was in real estate, so as, as well as being a bookkeeper, she was a she was a realtor on the side, and and so I've always had some interest in both residential and commercial real estate as a result of that. Um, things are happening that um, that I think are important for us to note. Regarding what's happening with home prices, what's happening with sales, Um, new home sales are now at a rate that uh, that are down uh, from the OK are down a little bit uh, from over a month. But they are they are up to relative to a year ago. We're still what's amazing about this market is despite higher interest rates. We still see homes selling at a rate that's about the same. That makes sense. Now, the other numbers were moved down; uh, uh, they were revised downward. But if I just look at if I just look at numbers that came out on Monday la- this past week, um, we are we have been down to is we're now at a level of homes on the market that's a little bit above the average, uh, running close to. Running close to uh, eight point three months, uh, the high, the high was twelve point two months during the Great Financial Crisis. The low, that number, that ratio of homes on the market to homes sold uh, during the pandemic itself in August of twenty twenty, was at at three three point uh, three point three months of supply. Um, so if someone says, "What's a healthy number?" And I I usually say, "Well." Six feels a lot better. 12 is certainly way out of whack. Uh, eight's a little high, but it's not too high. There seems to be now enough in terms of, and this is in terms of new homes. There are new homes on the market, but but we're, we're usually four to six months. Um, so we're below where we would have expected those rates to be, or expected those sales to be normally the the number of houses on the market are a little on the high side in terms of new homes but the issue is the fact that existing homes are not out there because existing homes are not being just put onto the market because people like the mortgage product they have attached to that house and if you like your mortgage you don't want to move and 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 that that is what's happening in, uh, that's what's happening in the housing market right now so that news came out early in the week and over t- and we were just talking uh, uh, during pre-show uh, Spencer saying that he's just got a new lease and his his rental rates are higher um, I I'm blessed I've been in the same house for gosh now what 25 years 20, 28 years um, so we don't have a mortgage anymore we paid it off some years back. Um, so we don't feel it per se, but prices of lots of stuff are going up. My gosh, my, my property tax rates have you know, my property tax taxes for this year. I looked at it like, wow. How, I remember when I paid, uh, I paid about 15 to $1,600 a year in property tax on this house I'm in now. I'm, I'm about double that number. Uh, when did that happen? Uh, again, did, admittedly this was oh you might say but you've been in the house 28 years so of course they've doubled it's like no that that number that perception of a 1600 dollar you know i was writing a check for 800 bucks to this to the the, the the to the county every you know in may and another one in october i was doing that for years and slowly it's moved up so that now it's almost double that and i'm like what's going on here what are what what are what what has changed? Um, the those rates rising were just one of the big pieces of news out there. Um, so new home sales growing more slowly, uh, but still growing, and replacing some of the existing housing market. That's 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 one aspect of it. Rental rates are going up as well. Um, Close that window and bring up the bring up the the next window. Um, if you look at the number of houses that are on uh, that are homes for rent, not talking about apartments, but single family rental homes, about ninety seven percent of those are occupied, um, and and if you look at the rates on those homes, those have been going up uh, in terms of renewed leases at about a six percent rate. And I bring this up to get us to, and I've been talking about this for the last five minutes because I want to get to what I think has been one of the major shifts in the battle between team transitory and team recession and 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 you know inflation's coming down and rates are gonna fall and the folks who, who who've been saying, Yeah, rates are only gonna fall if there's a recession, and some people saying rates are going to fall because there's going to be a recession and people who are beginning to wonder where's this recession you promised me okay I've like I said I went from recession probable in early 2023 to now recession possible in 2024 but possible is I if you listened to the show last week you'd have heard me say possible means also it's possible not it's possible we have no recession in 2024 Indeed, it's more likely than not that we don't get a recession this year. Okay? Which is not what I said in 23. I said it was more likely than not that we will have. I was wrong on that. I, I could be wrong again, I'm because I'm going to say now, it is possible we won't have a recession this year. And more possible than not that we don't have a recession this year. But that doesn't mean I don't, don't think they're sitting right again. To repeat something I said last week, if you listen to the show, you'll hear you'll hear me say if I just was to draw suppose I had an experiment where I took all of the years between nineteen forty-five and twenty twenty three. I put each of them in a hat and I and then before I start drawing them, I say what's the probability that a year I draw out of this hat is the year in which a recession happened. Roughly speaking, to just to the first decimal place, the answer would be 10%, percent one. That that would be the answer. So if I was to draw, I could draw a whole lot. In, so then I say, in 2024, what do I think is the probability of a recession? And I say to you 25 or 30%. Telling you the first thing before the second thing will tell you. I think recession is more likely now than an average year. I can say that at the same time as I say, I don't think a recession. I don't. I think it's more likely we don't have a recession in twenty twenty four than we do. That than than that we do. And as you can, let me scroll through and find you the. Uh, I have to have to go dig out um, what was said by um, by National Association of Business Economists. They now they put out a forecast also on Monday that said in December they said GDP would grow one point three percent, which made the possibility of a recession pretty significant because if you're at one point three percent for a four quarter period there's some significant probability that you're going to end up with one or two of those quarters being negative they are now not at that place if you now look at what NABE is saying they you know they they're saying and yes, they're saying that um, the probability of a recession happening is very very small more than 3 more than 3 quarters of panelists Forecast that the U.S. economy is heading for a soft landing in 2024 and to the point I was just making, nearly three-quarters of the panelists do not expect the 30-year fixed mortgage rate to fall below 6% by the end of 2024. Let me repeat that. More than three-quarters of panelists do not expect the 30-year fixed mortgage rate to fall below 6% by the end of 2024. Okay. So where are the rate cuts you promised me? Where's the drop in where and where's the drop in house prices and why is why are people having to settle on leases that add another 5 10% or more to their monthly lease their monthly rent? Where is that? It's not present yet. And In this week, the commentary you could find, there was lots of Fed commentary, I'm not talking about that, well, except for one case. The commentary that was out there was largely around, hmm, these rate decreases are not going to come as fast as we thought they would. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440.
0: All my life, I've been
1: a working man When I was at school Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440.
6: Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605.
5: 80 million listeners depend on AM Radio to always be on, delivering news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports you can trust. AM Radio also delivers vital emergency information when you need it most. Text AM to 52886 And tell Congress to pass the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act to keep AM Radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. There
4: are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult. But school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports. It's so much more
3: than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. What is dedication?
0: I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov.
3: Welcome back to King Bang's show. The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening this hour. Uh, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. Number to call questions, comments, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. Uh, so a few things happened on Monday. The, the data on new home sales came out. And again, it's, it's kind of flattish. There's a few more new homes out there than there had been before, but I believe that's, that number is simply replacing some of the existing home sales stock, homes for sale, that are not on the market because people are locked into locked into uh, nice three uh, percent mortgages, three and a half percent mortgages, and don't want a six percent mortgage to deal with going forward. So, I think that happened. But it's same, on Monday as well, the National Association of Business Economists come out with this very this very uh, uh important uh piece of information regarding uh regarding where they thought um where they thought uh, uh the, the economy would be as i as i just read off to you again um up from one point so they're up they don't they believe the first FOMC cut comes in june if i look at that at the market it, it, the june 12th meeting information that's pretty much where where people are. the The probability that the rate cut doesn't come till till June doesn't come even by June is now up to about thirty seven percent. A month ago, that was at two and a half percent. So clearly, they moved out. They didn't move too much this past week. Uh, but if anything, they seem to be coalescing around the idea that there'll be a cut probably in the first half of of twenty twenty four. Right now in the market, um, so I want you to hold on to that thought. If I go out to the to the December meeting and say what does what is currently expected in December, um, you're looking at either three or four cuts being priced into the market, whereas five or six cuts was the most likely outcome forecasted, meaning a, a Fed funds rate at the end of the year between three and three between three and three quarters and four and a quarter percent somewhere in that range from the current five and a quarter to five and a half. That would so that puts you in the five to six category. We're now much more in the category of looking at looking at four and a quarter to four and three quarters. So rates not coming down. Altogether, that much over the next, over the first half of the year, in a little bit slower, uh, in the second half. Um, I listened to the National Association of Business Economists uh, report. There, it, it it what what strikes me is this is not so much what they're saying about policy, but what's being said about about growth prospects. You hear people talk about there being a soft landing, but a two percent growth rate to GDP is no landing. That is the that is the trend growth rate, and if you are anywhere above that two to two and a half, um, you you are actually with a you are actually above trend growth. And right now, if I look at if I look at forecasts for. For GDP, they're beginning to come into the low, into the mid twos. Bank of America at two and a half percent, after some data later this week that we'll we'll talk about in a moment. Um, they're at two and a half percent quarter to quarter. Um, there's still a belief out there that January sales were depressed by bad weather. Maybe we'll we'll see about that when we. It, so far, we, had, we have not. We saw that in the retail sales data for sure, but I wonder if the broader consumption numbers are actually that far down. Uh, Goldman Sachs is currently at 2.2%, uh, domestic final sales at 2.5%, um, and and the GDP now is uh, revised way down uh, Friday from 3% on the 29th of February to a 2.1% growth rate on, on March 1. This is, I'm reading from what they wrote. After this morning's construction spending release from the U.S. Census Bureau and the Manufacturing Institute of Supply Management report on business from ISM, the now cast for first quarter real consumption expenditures and first quarter real gross private domestic growth, investment growth, decreased from 3 and 3 to 2.2 and 1.1. Those are huge decreases. And as I said, now you've got everybody in this 2.1 to 2.5 range. But a lot of this is off. Some of this is some of this is off a, a week construction report yesterday from census. Some of this is off of the January weather. And here we are now talking about awesome weather. And what happens if we have GDP come in in the first quarter uh, when we get the report at the end of April? What if it comes in at two, two and a half, two and three quarters? What if it should come in at three? It's possible. Still, these rates are still coalescing around um, around a, uh, a around a number that's still has a lot of revealing to happen. We we only have the ism numbers um we only have the ism numbers to tell us what happened in february Um, and i will say this number at this at this 2.1 percent if i look at the range of the blue chip consensus forecast that just came out that range is in that that one and a quarter to two and three quarters area the top of that range which drops this is this is this is taking the throwing out the outliers on both sides and just taking the middle 80 percent that one the top of that top of that range at two and three quarters percent is no landing and i think that was that was what caught a lot of people's attention and this was then followed up by um uh, a piece that got put out early Friday morning from Torsten Sluck, who is the uh, chief economist for Apollo Management, um, used to work at Goldman. And I'm just going to read this is this. I'm going to read you pretty much this entire thing because it's it's pretty short. It's about a hundred words. The market came into 2023 expecting a recession. The market went into 2024 expecting six Fed cuts. The reality is the U.S. economy is simply not slowing down and the Fed pivot has provided a strong tailwind to growth since December. As a result, the Fed will not cut rates this year and rates are going to stay higher for longer. Okay. Uh, how do we come to this conclusion? The economy is not slowing down. It is re-accelerating. Growth expectations for 2024 saw a big jump following the Fed pivot in December associated easing and financial conditions growth expectations for the U.S. continue to be revised higher and higher still Uh, and if you look at the Bloomberg consensus forecast um, you can see that, that, that that revision is still going on so that we're now at that level that is much closer to the to where it was back in early 2022 he goes through other items underlying measures of trend inflation are moving higher i'll talk about that in a minute Supercore inflation is trending higher the labor market remains tight job claims are very low wage inflation is sticky between four and five percent more c- small businesses are planning to raise selling prices okay and and so he sends a chart for each one of these items that he's ticking off this i will see if i can find a way to send this i don't know that i can i can do this i, I don't know if i can uh, post this all to you but i'll fi- i'll see what what can happen but this attracted a ton of attention yesterday morning this email which went out hit my mailbox at 6:12 central time which is about the time he normally sends it He's on all the TV stations. All he's on I don't think he was I, I don't think he was on CNBC, but he hits Bloomberg, he hits Yahoo, he hits a couple other the small podcast pieces. He was everywhere yesterday. And the market is coming around I think to the idea that maybe rather than a soft, you know, we went from hard landing to soft landing in 23, Are we in the process of going from soft landing to no landing in 2024? That's the question. I'll let you hear one of his interviews uh, uh, here in just a minute. We'll be right back. This is the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440.
2: tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you've lost hundreds or thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks hoping to get lucky is a loser's game. Buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have shown they can stand the test of time. MarketBeat has prepared a free report titled Seven Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever and we would like to text it to you for free. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but these companies print billions of dollars of cash each year in profit if you would like to receive our free report of seven stocks to buy and hold forever simply text profit to 68285 and we'll text you this report instantly text profit to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now text the word profit to 68285 standard message and data rates may apply please consult with your investment or tax professional
6: there are progressive forces and organizations dividing us as a people and as a country They
2: stoke hatred
5: and division to hide the real problems and keep us angry. We've seen this pattern repeat itself over and over again. We have to take a new course.
6: And now is the time to return to our cultural roots of faith, family, and education.
5: Over half of black students in Minneapolis public schools are failing. But black students in the same neighborhoods who attend private faith-based schools perform above national averages. Every parent should have the choice and the right to send their child to a safe and excellent school. And today, nearly 80% of black children in the Twin Cities live day-to-day without their father. That's four out of every five.
7: Take Charge Minnesota believes that America works for everyone, regardless of race or social standing. Get more information by going to TakeChargeMN.com.
5: Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the volunteer fire service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. dot org.
3: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz fourteen forty. Is that is that right? Is that is that Pink Floyd? Is this the celebration of its? Uh, publication back uh it was uh, issued on March first in nineteen seventy three. So it is fifty one years old uh as of yesterday. Um so yeah I, many uh many an evening as a high schooler was spent uh, listening to that album. Um at first at a friend's house and then after saving enough money from the paper route. I brought it home and my parents immediately hated on it immediately, <laughs> but I loved it. Six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. I tweeted to you the post yesterday from, from Torsten Sluck from, uh, uh, uh Apollo, uh, capital management. And he, like I said, you, when you put something like this out, you are going to get a lot of attention. Um, they're very, he's very effective at getting himself onto television. He did so yesterday. One of the places he went was uh, on Bloomberg uh, with uh, Tom Keene uh, yesterday morning, and um, and starts in right away. Let's let's play a little bit of of, of this from yesterday, Torsten Sluck on uh, Bloomberg uh, yesterday am. Cut one.
7: The reality now is that we can no longer ignore how much financial conditions have eased since the December 13 FOMC meeting. We have seen the stock market reaching new all time highs of course every day at the moment. As we know we're seeing credit spreads tighten A lot in investment grade in high yield in loans. We're also seeing I.G. issuance in January and now it looks like in February also would be the highest January and highest beginning of the year that we have had ever in history. High yield issuance has been strong. Loan issuance has been strong. On top of that IPO activity has been picking up. M&A activity has been picking up. It really is not surprising with this significant Rebound in capital markets activity; that the employment report for January was strong, and it is really also not surprising that the inflation data also was strong. So the bottom line is, I think that the market now has to realize that the data is just not slowing down. Data is not slowing down.
3: I mean, and at some point you have to you, you you have to you have to keep kicking it back. So one of the pushbacks has been from the folks that believe the fed needs to cut rates and cut them fast has been housing inflation oh well you know we mismeasure housing in 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 the data and so this is a problem and and we should we should uh we should be uh we should be fixing that but the housing numbers even housing prices um uh are still clicking in at a fairly high rate um in the CPI, in the P in the PCE report that came out um, came out on uh, on Thursday, um, CPI shelter and PCE housing was uh, were both up six point one percent year over year. Yes, down from six point two, down from six point three, but you continue to see numbers in the sixes, right? And if you're paying, you know, if you're paying twelve hundred bucks a month. In rent on your place right now that six percent is another hundred dollars out of your out of your paycheck it feels lousy and the people who keep saying to me it's going to slow down um uh so so bill mcbride says since asking rents are mostly flat year over year these measures will continue to slow over coming months I don't know that we are. We should be confident in saying that yet. And so, and so, this has been the latest noise from uh, from uh, the the people who believe that uh, Fed policy is too tight, uh, and that rates need to come down fast, or you're going to set off a recession. Uh, it's it's still that. Well, no, no, rents are going to come down. You know, housing prices are coming down. It's like yeah but month after month they still seem to stick in the fives and sixes R- wage rate right, rates continue to stay in the fours okay you really need wage ra- wage increase rates on an annual basis to be in the low to mid threes for that not to cause concern about about inflation being stuck at a level above 2% it's really no more, more than that. Um, Slock continues on uh, Bloomberg yesterday. Cut two,
7: And the Fed pivot has given an additional tailwind to the economy and to financial markets and financial conditions and to capital markets. And all that is likely to continue to be supporting growth in consumer spending, in capex spending, in hiring for most likely the better part of this year.
3: I took a look this morning to see if I wanted to buy a futures contract for federal funds for December, and I wanted to bet, I'm going to use the word bet, I wanted to invest in a contract that would pay me if the Fed funds rate did not change at all in 2024. What kind of odds could I get on that? What kind of return on my investment? Here's the answer at this moment, if I was to put a hundred dollars into put a hundred dollars into a Fed funds futures contract that would pay me if and only if the Fed funds rate did not drop in 2024. For my hundred dollars, I could receive a payment of fourteen thousand two hundred bucks. I don't know. It, it's. I'm just saying, it's possible. Again, the Fed is kind of reluctant to. Uh, they. They. People keep saying they're reluctant to do cuts around, around. Uh. Around elections. Um, you get, we're getting some pushback on that. They're trying. People are trying to talk themselves into. Oh no, the Fed will just. The Fed will act like there's no election happening at all. I'm like. No. You. You have not spent 40 years of your career. Studying uh, the independence of the Federal Reserve, um, my my first paper on this was back in 1983. So I kind of think I have I I think I have a little credibility in saying the Fed knows when the election is happening, and the Fed is likely to pull a punch. If something has to happen, it will do it. But if the Fed has discretion, if the economy is still not in a recession sometime in 2024, uh, by May, June, July, and it's becoming harder to see that. What is the what will what will Jay Powell say when he goes to the podium after the FOMC meeting of making that first cut? What will be the case that they're going to make? That's that's still TBD. Okay, One more cut. This was, again, Torsten Schlock yesterday on Bloomberg. Cut three.
6: Is there a scenario for you where the Fed actually
2: hikes rates in 2024?
7: So I know Larry Summers and several others have been talking about this as a possible scenario. I I do think that they would be reluctant and very reluctant to do that. Uh, But I do think at the same time that it's clear that the market has, on the back of the Fed pivot, uh, declared victory and said that inflation is no longer a problem. And the problem is that inflation is indeed looking like it's becoming a problem again.
3: And I would say I, you can, it is almost impossible to find a way to get down. Right. The market currently assigns a zero probability for rates going up. Um, I think Don sent me the, sent me that piece uh, uh that 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 Jim Grant podcast it was lovely um one of the things said in it is I love any opportunity I have to put to invest in something that has a zero probability when I can make a case that it's not zero I don't think you can make a case that I I think let me put it differently I think you can make a a plausible argument for a rate hike sometime in 2024 not with high probability i think it's very unlikely to happen but suppose i told you it was a 2% probability suppose i told you it's about one chance in 50 they would raise rates this year but i can actually get an investment that would pay me uh $10,000 in return for a, for a for a $10 bet I'll give you 10 bucks if the rate doesn't go up in 2024. You send me $10,000. If the rate does go up in 2024, I'd I'd do that. I would I would take that bet. Okay? And that's the way I like to think about these things is, would you be willing to bet on that? If you're so darn sure that rates can't go up, would you sell me a contract for $10 that will pay me $10,000 if rates do go up before before, on or before the December twenty-four meeting. By the way, I will I will even send you your ten dollars in advance, and trust you to send me back that ten thousand. Okay. I will I will I will wire you the money. My 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 email accounts and my and my t- social media are out there. You go right ahead. Okay. Would I do it for $1,000? Probably not. But for ten, Yeah, I think I would. Somewhere in there is, is a fair price to that. Okay? I, Okay, so Sluck goes out and basically says in the middle of this, I don't think the Fed's going to cut rates. What he's saying is, I think inflation is still a problem. If you've been listening to this show for the last, six months i have said that you've got a last mile problem okay i'm going to talk a little bit about a couple reasons why i think you've got things like a last mile problem happening a couple uh, a couple quick stories one from a raid from one of our sister stations shows uh the uh that that was on the air uh when was it maybe uh uh, last night last night or something, and then um, another one that uh, tick that just caught my eye about about baseball uniforms and baseball numbers and we 'll talk about both those right after this You're listening to the King Banyan show on the biz fourteen forty in this town
6: There are progressive forces and organizations dividing us as a people and as a country
5: They stoke hatred and division to hide the real problems and keep us angry We've seen this pattern repeat itself over and over again We have to take a new course And now is the time to
6: return to our cultural roots of faith, family, and education
5: Over half of black students in Minneapolis public schools are failing, but black students in the same neighborhoods who attend private faith-based schools perform above national averages. Every parent should have the choice and the right to send their child to a safe and excellent school. And today, nearly 80% of black children in the Twin Cities live day-to-day without their father. That's four out of every five.
7: Take Charge Minnesota believes that America works for everyone, regardless of race or social standing. Get more information by going to takechargemn.com.
4: There are no words to describe it the isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports. It's so much more than a game.
3: This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association.
6: C.S. Lewis once said Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
1: The Ramsey Show. I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have car payments. I'm under control and i got a pile of money. You know what would happen? The economy would collapse. No, it wouldn't. The economy would boom. Weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Live on the Biz 1440. The Ramsey Show. I plan to keep my previous primary residence. I wouldn't keep that other house. You're in debt up your eyeballs, man. And you went to a brokerage account for a down payment. You're curling the two hairs I have left. Weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Live on the Biz 1440.
3: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Thank you for listening six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Number call questions and comments. Um, soft landing or no landing? That's the question this hour. Um, just tweeted to you using our hashtag pound KBRS. Uh, uh, a link to a report on on auto sales. And auto sales are in fact. Uh, um, are 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 still uh going up. Light vehicle sales bounce back nightly and nicely in February according to Ward's Auto uh link courtesy of uh, a calculated risk blog. Um uh, um and uh it is um it is a very uh it's very telling, right? That uh we had rates go up. I'm going to pull up I got to pull up the larger graph. Went up early versus where we were in the second half of the 2010s they're not as high as they were then but they're not slowing down that much either we had this bulge in automobile sales that happened in 20 in in 2020 and then then that got all pulled back in 21 in early 22 but we're now at uh at five at 15.8 million um we're seeing that we're seeing that that number has um has come down quite a bit um and since you if you go back and look at look at the data um the sales in february turned out to be above the consensus forecast so why are prices going up well there's a demand side issue there's a report that you'll see i actually going to talk about this in the next hour there's a report from the new york fed that indicates that supply chain management issues are uh, supply chain management issues are um, in um, are in a world of uh, supply chain management issues are in remission to the point where we don't think there's any supply shock happening here right now. But I do think there's uh, there's there are examples out there of things that are changing prices, and one of them. Um, Uh, Spencer mentioned to me this is uh, this was uh, on a show that's on uh, it's on I think on 1280 right Spencer Uh, where you live Um, is that correct okay Uh, Gene Sullivan the host mentioned a bill Um, and in a world where where you've got a, a reasonable economy with with good demand you will see people try to regulate into the marketplace in ways that are damaging and raise prices, and so uh, Mr. Sullivan has uh, cited this bill that's in the Minnesota Senate, Senate File Thirty Five Fifty Four, um, which has a cup which has uh, which has uh, some independent language regarding the sale of solvent-based paint materials, and then, and then creates an entire. It, it, it creates an entirely new piece of language, three hundred and twenty-six B, in three hundred and twenty-six B in the uh, in the Minnesota statutes. The purpose of which is to create a licensing mechanism for paint contractors. Okay. So, if you have some, so, this summer I'm probably going to get my back deck painted. Okay. We've been in this house a long time. Periodically, I've got to paint the deck of the house, paint the deck. Um, I've never actually wanted to invest in that in that stuff that that stuff that's more plastic composite that never fades. I just I I love the look of a freshly painted deck, and so from time to time, we hire somebody to come and just paint the deck for us. Simple paint, you know, I just want the I just I just want the same color every time. Now they want me to have A licensed paint contractor or a journey worker paint contractor um, who will have to meet minimum qualifications, pay licensing fees, engage in continuing education. I want to know who's going to run the continuing education program for painters and what is that going to be like? I find that amusing. But here's the point, and if you go back and listen to the old archives of this show, going back, oh gosh, maybe as long as uh, 10 to 15 years ago, um, what you will find is is lots of work that we that I've done on trying to address this issue of occupational licensing problems. One of the things that it certainly does is it holds down employment, but it also raises prices. And so, the impact of this licensing scheme would be to raise prices. The work that's been done on this has been a University of Minnesota economist named Morris Kleiner, uh, who's done fantastic research on this for many, many years. Um, and that standard, um, that 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 analysis, that standard has been there now for some time. And in fact, I worked. I helped to develop a, a bill in the legislature that actually got passed. And for a couple of years, we had something called a sunset commission exactly to address the fact that you could go through and count. There are dozens of boards like this that introduce regulation, introduce licensing, and are driving up prices for things in, in our economy. And and we never talk about them. You'll never see those being proposed during recessions. They always get proposed when the economy is going well okay i don't think this bill necessarily is going to go anywhere uh i i'm more likely to to expect that uh um that the i i I more likely think this bill will just not ever get a hearing it'll die a quiet death but uh but who knows maybe it goes somewhere but it, it it is it is emblematic of when, when things are going well, people try to find a way to enforce price hikes, and they engage government in that process. And that is, in fact, what this bill does. It makes you as a homeowner pay more for people to be working to paint your house. Uh, and 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 that's problematic. We'll be back right after these messages. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440.
2: Are you tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you've lost hundreds or thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks hoping to get lucky is a loser's game. Buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have shown they can stand the test of time. MarketBeat has prepared a free report titled Seven Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, and we would like to text it to you for free. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but these companies print billions of dollars of cash Cash each year in profit. If you would like to receive our free report of seven stocks to buy and hold forever, simply text profit to six eight two eight five and we'll text you this report instantly. Text profit to six eight two eight five and we'll send you this free report right now. Text the word profit to six eight two eight five. Standard message and data rates may apply. Please consult with your investment or tax professional.
6: There are progressive forces and organizations dividing us as a people and as a country. They stoke hatred and
5: division. To hide the real problems and keep us angry. We've seen this pattern repeat itself over and over again. We have to take a new course.
6: And now is the time to return to our cultural roots of faith, family, and education.
5: Over half of black students in Minneapolis public schools are failing, but black students in the same neighborhoods who attend private faith-based schools perform above national averages. Every parent should have the choice and the right to send their child to a safe and excellent school. And today, nearly 80% of black children in the Twin Cities live day-to-day without their father. That's four out of every five.
7: Take Charge Minnesota believes that America works for everyone, regardless of race or social standing. Get more information by going to TakeChargeMN.com. All
0: of us love sports. But not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota high school sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all,
3: they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Common ground
1: for the first-time investor.